So, it is Wisdom Wednesday. So, I want to thank you for tuning in and welcome you back to another episode of Courageous Beauty Podcast, right? So, we know what the holiday season is all about. And um, I'm going to be, I just wrote some things. So, I'm going to be sharing some things that I wrote. This episode is going to be called How Are Your Thanksgiving, right? How are they given? So, a couple things I want to ask you. Do you just give thanks when you have possessions or money? Are you thankful for your health and well-being? Are you thankful for your job, for your friends and your family? How do you give your thanks? Thanks be unto God who is the head of my life. What about you? Ask yourself that question daily. It will change the posture of your heart. We ought to be grateful for everything, of course, but what causes you to really be thankful? Hold on, y'all. I'm getting a call. (laughs) Let's do this. I don't know if I can do that. Okay, sorry about that, you guys. I got a phone call. And let me make sure I'm still recording. Okay, so I'm still recording. <laughs> that's that's life sometimes, right? You get a phone call. But we ought to be grateful for everything, of course. Now, my, my question is, what really causes you to be thankful? You know, when everything is going good, you know, what about in the bad times? I'm still getting another call. Please hold. give y'all a call back in just a moment i am on live i'll give you a call back what'd you say i'm doing a live video and also a a podcast i will call you guys right back okay i'll call you right back let's make sure we're still recording we are still recording and i am not cutting this out so Moving right along. As I said before, we ought to be grateful for everything, right? We ought to be grateful and thankful in in the good times. But my question is, are we really just grateful in the good times? Are we grateful for situations, in situations when there's bad times? You know, are we looking, trying to find the good in the bad? Or are we just complaining or venting or being frustrated? You know, there's going to be seasons I like to call them off seasons, okay? Because, you know, I feel like if you're still alive and breathing, that's a time to be grateful, regardless if you're going through something. Nobody likes to go through anything. I'm not telling you, oh, just suck it up. You're going through something. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is everybody has their own lane. Everybody goes through something, you know? But the question is how you handle yourself and posture yourself while you're going through your trials and trying to find something to be grateful for. The fact that you can, if you're going through having pain, the fact that you can feel pain means that you're still alive, right? There's some folks who are gone, especially in this season, you know? And in this holiday season, it's not just about being full of food, you know? It's not just about being with your family, watching sports, playing games, playing cards, whatever you do. 
It's also about, it's, it's mainly about giving God thanks for who he is and for what he has done and for what he has kept us from. I think sometimes we forget that God says he keeps us, he, he will keep us at perfect peace. And I always think, I'm like, man, when we go to sleep, God keeps us safe in our sleep and our dreams. He He blesses us to keep keep our heart pumping. He, you know, allows the blood to continue to flow through our body. Some people have issues with that, you know, and so we cannot take those things for granted. Those are not small feats. Those are not small things, you know, and so especially with the pandemic and the things that's going on, if you made it through, that's that's just a whole nother level of of gratefulness and being thankful to God, you know, and, you know, I can imagine that there is going to be joy and people cheering and, you know, folks crying tears of joy, haven't seen their loved ones in a year or, or two, you know, but I can also imagine that there's going to be people where this is going to be the first of many holidays where they're not going to have some of their, their loved ones with them. So while we're celebrating and those of you eat turkey or whatever you eat, celebrating and thanking God for the things that you have, say a prayer for those who don't. You know, say a prayer for those people who who are are lacking this season and, and lack of better words, I guess I should say, because I, I don't believe that God will allow them to go without having some peace and some and some strength in their heart. But it's up for us, those that are strong in the Lord and those that are, you know, have, you know, a stronger faith who are able to stand even in adversity. It's up to us to bear the infirmity of those that are not strong in the season. You know, because everybody grieves different ways. But in this season, especially, there's good, there's overjoy, but then there's also people who are going through. Let us not forget to give thanks for those people, too, to build them up, even when we don't know their name, even when we don't know what their face looks like. We know the situation is there. So we can just say a prayer for those people. Even in this moment, God, I just ask that you bless and touch everyone who has lost a loved one. Who, who may be alone or feel like they're alone. Let them know that they're never alone. Let them see that there's greater for them that are against them. Let them see that you still have their best interests at hand. Let them see that you'll touch their heart in their empty places and that you will fill every void. Let them see that you love them. Let them see, Father God, that you can hear their cry, that you can rock them in your arms, Father God, that you will cover them in their secret places, oh God. Let them see that you are there for them. Allow them to allow a spring of thankfulness and gratefulness to spring forth out of their bellies, out of their spirit, you know, that we can find gratefulness in everything, you know. And I can imagine, as I said before, that there are people that are cheering and they're, they're crying tears of joy for seeing their loved ones and, and, and the opposite, especially for those who have passed on. And this season can bring joy and even sadness. And one thing we just need to know is that in whatever it brings, we must know that Jesus is our rock, the very rock of our salvation, that we can hang everything on. People say, well, I can hang my head on that. You can hang your everything on Jesus. If you didn't know, now you know. You can. Which we should, what we ought to do is we should look at Psalms. We should look at Psalm 100, verse 4. It says, it tells us to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Those are the things that God asks us to do. It's not hard, you know. It's not hard. Enter into his gates with praise. That means when you come to God, don't just come begging. Don't just come with your hand out. 
Come thanking him for who he is and what he has done in your life, what he's doing and what he will do. You understand what I'm saying? And then give him, give praise to his name. Glorify his name. You are holy. You are set aside. You are mighty. You are righteous. You know, you are the king of kings. You are the Lord of lords. All those things. Praise his name. First seek the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all those things shall be added unto you. That is in Matthew 6.33. Whatever you lack is in Christ. Whatever you think you need more of is in Christ. Even your identity is in Christ. All those things are in him. So no matter what you're facing, if you if we would just put our faith and trust in Jesus, we'll come through. We'll come out of our trials and our tribulations. But in the midst of it, he'll give us peace that surpasses all understanding. That will keep our hearts and that will that will guide guide our minds and our hearts. And, and, and the peace will be so much that we can't even understand why we have the peace that we have in the midst of why we're going through. I'm not telling you just because this is what the Bible says. I'm telling you this is because this is what I know. When I try him for myself, this is what I know. When I try him, you know, in my situations, this is what I know. I'm just witnessing to you what has happened in my life through God's word. He has given me peace that surpasses all understanding. I remember there was a time I was, uh, this was years ago. I felt so sick. I felt cold on the inside of my body. Right. And I said, Lord, I, I know what it was. I was having issues with my wisdom teeth. Some may not think that's a trial, but until you've been through it, <laughs> it affects people in different ways. But for me, I was so cold and so in pain and, and feeling sick from it. Right. And I said, God, I just, I just wish I can just go to sleep, you know, and get in and, and get warm. And it literally felt like, I mean, I was the only person in the room. I had a blanket on me, but it literally felt like there was this another blanket of warmth that just overtook my body. And I, I didn't feel no more pain and I just went to sleep. And when I woke up, I felt refreshed. I felt at peace. You know, so you, you, you have not because you ask not ask God. Now I will tell you, even when you do ask him and it doesn't show up right away, it's not going to come in your time. It's going to come in God's time. So just hold on a little while longer, you know, but what I will say is that it tells us in first Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. it says, but thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I got a whole lot going on. Oh, you know what? I like that better. Gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. How do you get through Christ? You ask. How to come? How can you, you know, how can you, you know, how can you come to Jesus? And it's, it's asking him, asking him to come into your life, asking him to be your God, asking you to be your savior, asking God for your forgiveness for your sins. If you believe that in your heart, that he died and rose for you, then you've been saved. And you can allow the Holy Spirit to guide you to all truth through God's word. And even when we are celebrating and having a great time, we should be given given the first fruits of our day to God. As soon as you, soon as something I've been taught, as soon as you open your eyes, thank you, Father. As soon as you sit up, thank you, Father. Before you put your feet on the floor, thank you, Father. You know? That's how you give God the first fruits of your day. Instead of scrolling on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, pull out your Bible. You know, you can put a Bible on your phone. Pull, pull out your Bible and read a couple of scriptures. 
Write something down. Write, write what you're grateful for. Those, that's how you give God the first fruits of your day. That's how you do that. You know? And it also tells us 1 Timothy 1, 2, or 1 Timothy 2 and 1 says, I urge then first of all that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. And, and like I said, while you cut into your holiday meal, really think, take some time to reflect how you can sit there and enjoy this meal. Think about how far God has brought you and really give him praise to his name. And I just say thank you, Father, for my friends and my family. You know, for myself. There's stuff going on right now. You hear a siren in the background. God bless those people. You know, there's there's things going on. So when you think your situation is bad, think about someone else, the next person. You know, that's how you can have a grateful heart. It's, it's really just thinking about what someone else is going through. And, and thanking God for that person's peace and their survival, you know. And it'll take your mind off your situations for a little bit, you know. In 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says, actually, let me back up for a moment. Because the next thing we need to do is keep in mind that God wants something for us. He wants our relationship and he wants it consistent of our faith and our obedience to him. He wants us to do what 2 Corinthians 2.14 says. He says, but thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal possession and uses us to spread the aroma of knowledge of him everywhere. The key to us, you know, having to follow God and loving him. And that's the key, loving him, being obedient. We might not be able to shout it from a literal rooftop, (laughs) but you can tell someone that God loves them, too. You can tell someone how he loves them, why he loves them. He created us after his image and his likeness so that we could we could do some things like him, right? We can never repay God for what he has kept us from. But the best thing that we can do is to do any and everything for God. We can live our lives out loud in the beauty of holiness with a grateful heart and a willing spirit to obey his word. And I just hope that this, you know, short and sweet uh, message touches you to be more grateful and to thank God for everything. And I pray that you are safe and that you have peace in your hearts and that you most importantly put your relationship with God first. And through this, I done had phone calls. My ring light done went out. All of those things. But you still keep going, you know. You still keep going. Those are just light things. Those is nothing. This Sometimes when you, well, a lot of times when you try to give God's word, when you try to speak peace into people's lives, there will be distractions. That's why I said I'm not cutting any of it out because it just goes to show you that you can still, per, you can still, you know, persevere. You can still press through. And that's what we're doing. We're still pressing through. It's okay. It's okay. I hope you all be safe in this holiday season. And I hope that you set some time aside to reflect on your life and how you made it through.
and that you can continue to make it through. And just remember that God loves you. He loves you even in the midst of your sin, in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your not acknowledging him. He still loves you and he wants you. He's calling you by your name. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. And this is another episode of Courageous Beauty Podcast. Bye.